Hey, Tom. It's, it's ground control. Oh, this guy. Tom, hello? He always does this. It's always one-sided with this guy. Can't get in a fucking word. Tom. Yeah. Of course they look different. You're in space, Tom. Hello? Hello? Tom. Did he just call it a fucking tin can? Tom, that's so disrespectful. We worked really hard on that spaceship. A tin can? Oh, alright. I've had enough. I, that, that's it. I'm cutting you off, Tom. I'll, I'll talk to you later. <sighs> fucking Tom, man. That guy. Can't get a word in. Such a diva. Unbelievable. Anyways, how are we doing, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. How we doing? Hope you're doing well. I hope this episode finds you in good spirits, you know? As I bless your ears with my sultry voice, you know, as we do weekly on the Manchild Pod here. I hope you're doing well. You know, maybe you're sitting back sipping a nice cup of coffee. Or, you know, maybe you just got off work and you're unwinding. You're, you're smoking a little, you know, you're doing a little something like that. I don't know. But hopefully whatever you're doing, you're in a good mood. Life's not, you know, beating you up too much. Hopefully you're doing all right. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to get, you know, punched a little bit. Bah, you know, life hits you in the, you know, slaps you up, upside the head. I mean, that's what happened to me, right? Got a little smack around. Last time we talked, uh, I mentioned that, you know, I got laid off or wasn't scheduled or uh, fucking, I don't even know what to call it from the barbecue house. And long story short, it was a good thing. When every time I always, you know, when something can be perceived bad, it's going to be bad. You're going to feel bad, right? And I was definitely perceiving as this getting laid off or whatever it may be called uh, as a bad thing. Like, oh shit, what's going to happen next? Ah, you know, I can't believe I got fired from a job. I'm severely overqualified. Whatever's going through my head, right? And then it ends up, I end up doing a little more stand-up next week. I get more rest. I get much needed rest and like be able to kind of unwind and unpack some shit that I had been allowing to just build up because I've been so fucking busy lately, you know? So again, it's just maybe, I don't know if it's the sign from the universe or whatever, just getting smacked upside the head every once in a while is a good thing. It's re-motivated me. It's refocused me. And I think this is important, right? So, you know, you get what you need sometimes. It doesn't feel good always. It's not easy ever, but you get what you need and then you figure out how to turn it into what, you know, like find the, find the good in it, right? Then that's what I did. Like I got to do more stand-up. I got to create more. I was able to record a podcast with a buddy. It was, it's all good stuff. So, you know, you got to take it with the, you, you can't let your first feeling on something or your first emotion be the deciding factor of that issue, right? And that's why it's nice to have a little distance. And that's why I'm coming at you this week in a better mood, much, much better mood. Uh, and that's what's crazy, how much a week can change things even, you know? I had some more time to myself, like I said, and was able to do, you know, we'll get into it a little bit in the podcast a little later, we'll get into it a little deeper, but was able to figure out some shit and just kind of talk through it and all that good stuff. And that was because I had more time and that is a very valuable thing in itself. And it's not something that should be taken lightly. So I was very much appreciative of that in the end. Right. And we'll see, maybe I'll end up getting some hours at the barbecue house again. It sounds like I might, I don't know who knows what's fucking happening. It's a shit show as is my life, but that's why it's fun. That's why it's interesting. Right. If it was the same fucking thing every day, 
and I didn't I knew exactly what to expect every day uh-uh uh -uh. not interested all right but yeah so uh that's that we'll just get into it today you know I got a good one for you I had a lot of fun with this one uh but yeah I hope you enjoy it and yeah later into it today i'm thinking we'll start with the yeah so i guess we'll start with the i guess we'll say the most profound thing that that happened in my past week um let's see how to be a little careful how i talk about this because i don't want to get in trouble but uh basically i took a small dose of some natural medicines right a little little just a a fun friendly little dose of some natural medicine and it had a profound effect on me just it was something that I definitely needed apparently you know I needed to kind of do a soft reset on my brain right like it had been going fucking overdrive for too long I had been wound up right I wasn't meditating I wasn't journaling uh as much I wasn't doing all the things that I needed in order to make sure that I'm taking care of me, right? Make sure that I'm running at maximum capacity and that I'm not caught up in this negative downward spiral of self-loathing and self-hating and just poor self-worth, all this kind of bullshit that <clears throat> it's easy for me to at least get caught up in, you know? Maybe for some people, I don't know, maybe for some people that stuff doesn't happen. That's good. I'm happy for you because it is exhausting to get caught up in it and not really realize it because that's the problem, right? If you don't have the proper perspective, you don't have uh, a lot of time necessarily. You know, it was nice because this past week, I'm pretty much in a completely different place uh, from the last time I talked to you. Much more uh, in a better mood. I'm happier. I'm more optimistic. I'm feeling like even though shit can be bad, even though shit is bad at times, I don't have to let it affect me so much. I don't have to dwell on it. I can figure out something else, right? The, my life will go on. The world will carry on. I don't have to worry. It's not the end of the world, basically, is what I'm saying. And that's what I needed. I needed this perspective change because I was, I was like I said, I was in this spiral, you know? I had just gotten fired uh, or whatever you want to call it from Barbecue House. I don't even know what to call it at this point. And, uh, 
it was just like, oh, everything's kind of, it seems like sometimes the world's kind of crumbling down upon you, right? And then I took a little dose of this magical, magical, uh, you know, medicine. And bada bing, bada boom, it snapped me out of it, right? It allowed me to kind of peel back the curtains from all my bullshit, get it out of the way, and just really analyze myself and what was going on from a, a new vantage point, a new perspective, right? And I needed it. I It was almost like a fucking therapy session just by myself, basically. I've never really, I mean, I've been to therapy when I was a little kid, but I've never been to therapy as an adult. But I imagine it has to be very cathartic like this was. This was a, a profound, uh, it was a profound thing for me. It really allowed me to snap out of the bullshit because I had been caught up in this bullshit of, you know, self-hate, self-critical, self-loathing, whatever it may be. And I need to come out and, you know, I don't want to sound too hippy-dippy. I don't want to sound like a corny cheese ball. But, you know, I definitely need to love myself more, Right. It's, it seems like such a basic fucking thing. It seems like such a simple thing that it doesn't maybe make sense to you to hear this, right? But we all need to make sure we're loving ourselves properly and we're being able to forgive ourselves when we make mistakes and forgive ourselves when we do things that aren't, you know, the right choice or whatever it may be, you know? And that's one of the things that I've been working on is that I don't know if I'm too self-critical, if it's self-loathing. I don't know exactly what it is, but... It's exhausting, and I need to come at myself and have this almost like a lens that I look through things that is more based in love, right? Because when I'm walking around and I got fear or anxiety or uh, comparing myself to others or whatever it may be, if I have that going on up in my head, I'm not in the moment, and I'm not like like the saying is, if you're in your head, you're dead, right? If I'm not out there working or doing some stuff that's kind of progressing me or making me feel like I'm doing something valuable, it's easy for me to kind of go down this negative path, right? If I have too much time or I allow myself to have too much time, it's easy for me to slide down the slippery slope that is self-loathing, being feeling lazy and unworthy and whatever may be. So it was nice to be able to snap out of that and come at my, like, view myself and be like, you know what? I just need to love myself more. Really, it sounds so weird, and I'm sure I sound like a crazy person right now, but that's what I've been working on this past week. It's just being, you know, as, as I walk around, there's been two phrases kind of that have been uh, echoing, right? Like, it's the echoes from that, that medicine still kind of in my head. They were much louder the first day or two after, and they have gotten quieter, which worries me a bit, but it's something that I'm trying to actively think about and bring back to the front of my mind so I can come at my you know my life through this lens or these two kind of phrases right and the first one that I've been going kind of seeing through things through is it's all love no matter what right oh you have to work a double at Starbucks today huh, whatever it's all love brother like oh this guy cut me off and eh, it's all love he'll, he'll he'll be all right whatever he gets there sooner that's fine whatever it may be I'm just trying to come at it from that perspective right somebody somebody gives me a mean look somebody cusses me out whatever man it's all love brother you have a good day I'm just gonna worry about what I can control I'm gonna try and not get caught up in other people's bullshit or whatever they're putting out into their world whatever energies I'm gonna worry about the energies that I'm putting out there not to sound like some chakra whatever you know what I mean but like there's a real thing as negative energy or positive energy and there's enough negativity 
and garbage out there that I don't need to be putting more of that out, you know? And I was kind of doing that when I was on stage even. I was talking about being lonely and sad and almost like feel sorry for me bullshit. And I don't think that's how people perceive me. And that's not how I usually perceive me. And that doesn't mean it's not true at times and it's not uh, a valid thought process or whatever, but it's not exactly what I want to do. And that's one of the things I'm learning is like, I'm still trying to figure out my voice and all this and how much I wanted to go about this stuff. But it, it, it was funny, like kind of being woken up and being like, oh man, I've been really negative lately. And that's not who I am, right? So it was nice to be able to hit the soft reset basically and kind of reboot my brain and clear out all the, the cookies and the cash files and be like, you know what? We're starting over. I don't have to bring all the past bullshit with me or I don't have to have certain... And, and a big part of it too, this was another profound thing that I had, uh, the other saying I guess I'll get to, <clears throat> was I'm just happy to be here, right? I need to lower my expectations. I need to manage my expectations better. And the way I came up with that is I'm just happy to be here. It's all love. I'm just happy to be here. These are two things that I will be trying to carry with me going forward from this little special medicine, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, extravaganza, right? <coughs> Excuse me. But these are the, you know, these two profound things, coming at things through this lens of love and then managing expectations. I don't always have to be funny on stage. I don't always have to you know, be working four jobs and expecting myself to not be tired and expecting myself to do this and that and this and that. If that's when you're putting too much pressure on yourself, you can't have too much on your plate. Otherwise, you can't even fucking eat it all. You got shit spilling off on the side and it's making a mess. And what good is that, right? So that's one of the things. Those are the two big things that I've been working on. And the third one, I would say, actually, I just thought of this, is that I got to quit putting fucking limitations on myself, right? I can't put myself into this little box and be like, this is what Miles is. Whoop, he's never going to change from this. It's like, I'm fucking 28 years old. If I'm not growing, if I'm not changing, what the fuck am I doing? I might as well be dying. Of course I'm dying. We're all dying. Like, right, eventually everybody dies. But if I'm not growing, if I'm not improving, I, uh, what the fuck am I doing here? Right? I might as well end it. <laughs> I mean, that sounds dark, but you have to be doing things that, allow you to become who you want to be i don't know who i want to be yet is exactly but i know that i'm doing the things that will hopefully put me in the right direction these are the things that in my gut and and i don't only feel it in my gut but i almost feel it like in a weird way that the universe is almost telling me to like do this stuff you know like they they cut off the the job at the barbecue house and it was like at first, it was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Well, well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do more stand-up this week because I have more free time. I'm going to write more this week because I have more free time. And that's exactly what I did. And that's a good thing, right? So it doesn't always mean like when something bad happens, some good can come from it. Exactly. And that's so, you know, whether it's trusting your gut, kind of listening to whatever the universe may be telling you, right? Because like, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if I believe in a higher power. I don't know what to call it. Is it God? Is it this? Is it that? I don't know. You know, I'm very skeptical of most things. But sometimes you just got to trust your gut, follow what maybe appears to be kind of presented to you by the universe. That's how I feel about it. And they gave me the opportunity to do more stand-up. I did it. And I even got some more podcasts I recorded with a buddy. It's It wasn't all bad, basically, is what I'm saying. And you have to realize that 
it's all about perspective. It's all about not limiting yourself. It's all about managing pers uh, expectations, at least for me. Those are the things that I've been working on heavily because no more limitations. No more, oh, I can't do characters. Oh, I can't work a different job besides Starbucks. I can't do this. Like I don't need to be the one putting these limitations on me. Other people put limitations on me. Other people can do that all they fucking want. They can say, Miles can't do this. Miles can't do that. I doubt Miles can do this. And that's fine. Maybe I can't do some of those things. Maybe I don't ever want to do some of those things. But I'll be the one who decides if I can or can't do it. And I'm not going to decide just because I failed the first time. Like, oh, there it is. That's all she wrote. Miles is done with that. That can't be the, the, the way it goes anymore. And I can't let past experiences and past bullshit that I'm carrying around with me, baggage, whatever it may be, to decide how my future is going to go. Right? And that's kind of where I am right now. Uh... Like I said, it was a profound, uh, extravagant natural medicine extravaganza. And <laughs> I think, you know, if you've got any questions about it, hit me up. I'm happy to talk about it. Obviously, being a little vague on here, I'm sure most of you figured it out. You're not you're not dumb. You listen to the man-child pod, you're pretty smart probably. Uh, yeah, so that was that. And hopefully you maybe got a little something from that. Those are the things that I'm still trying to echo, you know. It's all love. I'm just happy to be here and fuck your limitations. Boom, boom, boom. If I had to sum it all up, that that 12-minute rant, if I had to sum it all up, that would be that. That's how I would sum it up. So, yeah. Hope you got a little something from that. Um, a couple other things I wanted to talk about here. This is not profound, really, necessarily. It's just a bunch of a couple topics that I was like, okay, we'll ramble about these and see what happens. But um, oh, I guess we'll start with... <laughs> another thing because this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about but I, I, I another thing that kind of happened to me while I was taking that medicine uh, is that I realized I realized that I have somewhat or maybe a lot what of an unhealthy relationship with marijuana with weed right and it's tough for me to admit it because I don't know <clears throat> if you know, I don't want to call it an addiction. Yeah, addiction sounds so negative, and we're being positive, right? It's just like more like a little habit that I have. And sometimes it can be hard to break a habit. And that's where I'm kind of at right now is like, I realize that I don't have the healthy, most healthy relationship with weed because I smoke a little too much. If I could, you know, maybe not smoke first thing when I get back from work because like, it's like, it's like, Oh, I'm gonna take a load off and I'll just smoke a little weed, you know, and then that's the first thing I do and it's not that's not healthy That's not a good decision necessarily, right? Every once in a while beautiful every day eh, Not as you know, eh, that's not great. So that's where I'm, I'm trying to figure out is marijuana something that I can have in the house because when I know it's around and I know I can get high I often do and I don't know if I have the willpower or the discipline or you know the desire even to to not do that when it's around which makes me think maybe just maybe I need to to not have it around as much because and I don't know and again maybe it's me being too hard on myself maybe again it's me carrying around some of that Kansas bullshit with me you know and shout out to Kansas I love Kansas still I, I was recently informed that it sounded like I was being a hater on Kansas. Pretty much everything that, my first everything pretty much happened in Kansas. So, you know, I love Kansas and I love all my peeps in Kansas, but 
That doesn't mean Kansas doesn't have some shit that's wrong with it. Kansas is obviously not perfect. It's fucking Kansas, right? All right. Now that we got that out of the way. Uh, and I don't know. So maybe I have some of that Kansas bullshit carrying with me where it's like, oh, if you smoke marijuana, you're a loser. You're lazy. You're doing this. You're doing that. And it's funny because I get caught up in that headset sometimes or that mindset. And uh, I, I, it's so weird. Can I really consider myself still fucking lazy? You know? Like, I, I have four jobs, right? And hear me out. It's like, podcast, don't make any money off of it, but it's a job in my opinion. Stand-up, don't make any money off of it, but it's a job also in my opinion. And then I had Starbucks and Barbecue House. And I still have the audacity when I smoke weed to, to, to call myself lazy. Right? Am I lazy? I don't know. Is it is it my own bullshit? Is it the Kansas stuff? Is it this? Is it that? So maybe, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going through it. Like I said, I'm kind of here just talking it out with you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need a break again. I, I've talked about it on here. I've taken breaks before. And, uh, you know, it, losing a job, maybe it's a good time to take a break, right? I don't need to spend money on stupid shit. So, I don't know. It, it, it was something that popped up into my head while on the medicine as well. And it was like, you need to analyze this relationship because, you know, Relationships aren't just with people. Relationships are with things as well. And like I said, I just don't think it was as healthy of when I analyzed it. It didn't seem like it was coming from a place of love. It seemed like it was coming from a place of like almost escapism. Not necessarily, but like a little bit. And just like, oh, just put everything to the side. I'm just going to get high, you know? And that's not that's not healthy either. So we'll see. It's just, uh, it'll be one of those things. I'll keep you updated. We'll figure it out. It's just nice to kind of talk about it on here. Trying to put it out there and figure it out. So we'll see. But uh, what else? Oh, <clears throat> these two things are. We'll 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 go to this one first, and we'll end on that one, I guess. Uh, so boycotting the NFL is it's pretty trendy this year, right? And I think it's hilarious because it was kind of trendy last year. It's like the NFL, no matter what they do, they're gonna piss off a certain amount of people anymore, because it's just that's just the culture we live in. It doesn't matter, pretty much you're a big company, you make lots of money, you're in the public eye, uh, you're going to get, people are going to come after you one way or another, right? And this year, it's funny, like, last year, people were so sick and tired of hearing about the kneeling, they couldn't, you know, conservatives were like, I'm fucking not watching football anymore, I'm tired of the kneeling, I'm tired of this. And, you know, they NFL took a little bit of a hit, I'm pretty sure. So, they decided to put in some rule. I don't know the rule. I haven't been following NFL very much or really at all. Uh, but they put in the rule that no more kneeling, right? You can't kneel. You can't protest uh, during the national anthem, yada, yada. And now the shoe's on the other foot because the conservatives are probably back to watching football. But liberals are like, eh, fucking we're taking a break now. Because they're mad that Colin Kaepernick's not in the league and they can't protest. Which I agree. I think it's fucking stupid. They should be able to protest. I mean, but but whatever. You're right. I don't... At the end of the day, I'm kind of sick of the kneeling as well. I'm just tired of hearing about it. I feel like I've been hearing about fucking kneeling for four, five, six years now. I don't know. I, I, I don't know when it first goes back to. And I'm not... That doesn't mean I'm anti-kneeling. Do your fucking thing. I'm just sick of hearing about it. Really, as this, like, point of, like this is what's wrong with America, or this is how we protest, or this is that, this is that. It's like, I don't, I, I guess I'm just cynical in a way in, on this subject, because it's like, has anything changed? Like, I want, 
you know, if a black person gets pulled over by the cops, I want them to feel safe and I want them to feel, you know, like they're not going to be possibly harmed in some way or something bad is going to happen. I'm all for that, you know, but I don't think kneeling has changed anything, right? I could be wrong. Maybe I'm a fucking ignorant white dude. Most likely that's the case. Most likely I'm just an ignorant white dude, but, uh, I don't know. And, and, and the only good that really did come out of this is like Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick has now become like an advocate. He's been out there. He's raised money. He has a foundation. He's changing the game in his own way now. Like he's going to do his own thing without, with or without football. So good for him in a way, you know, he became something greater than football in, in, in many aspects. But it's just like this whole kneeling fucking storyline is just so toxic. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's just. Like, I get it. You want to be respected as a player and a, somebody who has an opinion and a stance on an issue, and it's an important issue. But this issue is so fucking toxic now that it's like, how is any good going to come from it? Maybe that's just me, you know? Maybe that's just me. And at the end of the day, I don't have the answer. Again, I'm just here fucking talking, spitballing, trying to figure it out, you know, with you all. But it's just like, maybe there's something else that they can do. Maybe... Maybe if they really wanted to get something done, they should all just fucking sit out one whole week, you know? But then the, the the paycheck's gone, and then who knows what happens after that. I get it. It's scary. But that would fucking cause some change. That would cause a real ruffle. People would be like, holy shit, you know? If, if pretty much everybody on a team, like, even if it was just one team, they just all decided, like, what well, we're sitting out for this week. That would be wild. That would be interesting. That would be something... That as somebody who is poor and broke and doesn't have any money anyways, like, I would respect the fuck out of that. They're like, you know what? I could have went and got this paycheck. I could have done this. But now we're taking a stance. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. Maybe they shouldn't have to do that. I agree. They probably shouldn't have to do that. But this whole kneeling thing, it's just so toxic. Like, they got to, I feel like we got to find something new, you know, something. We got to move on. That's pretty much, you know, like I said, ignorant white guy from Kansas. Please don't kill me. Please don't crucify me. Uh, just, just spitballing, <laughs> just, and if I was wrong, just kidding, it was a joke, it was all, haha, I apologize, we're, we're good, um, but yeah, that's all, that's all I'm saying, this last little thing is just fucking stupid, right, uh, we'll, we'll end on the old boycott, like, that's enough of that, um, but, uh, the last little thing is just some stupid shit that I thought of, because, like, it's been hot here, right, so hot, it's like, I fucking wish I had a bed where, when I laid down, I just was like floating above it. You know what I mean? Like just hovering like a half inch or an inch above it. So no, I wasn't touching a fucking thing. Like I feel like if I'm touching something lately, I'm just like sweating. I'm like, it's so hot. I don't have any AC. This sucks. So I've been dying. But uh, the other thing that comes when it's hot like this is like the flies kind of get bad around the beach area, right? There's just more flies and shit than normal. And I've been killing flies around the house and shit and Starbucks, barbecue, wherever, you know. And it's so funny because there's this fly while I was taking a piss the other day. And he was buzzing, right, fucking buzzing around the toilet. And he's playing with fire, right? Like this little fly. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one who does this. When there's a fly buzzing around the toilet like that, like, I'm fucking trying to hit it with my stream. Like, right? I'm like... I'm pretending we're playing like fucking fighter pilots and we're in there. We're like, and I'm like, he's trying to take me out and I'm trying to take him out. I mean, obviously he doesn't have a gun or anything, but it's kind of one-sided in this battle, but it's, it's one of those things. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of fun, but you got to be careful, right? You can't get too wild. You can't get too wild. You're going to make a mess and nobody likes a mess, right? Especially when it's fucking pissed. It's not a, 
not a good mess to make. But I was just wondering, like, does anyone else do this? Does anyone else try to fucking, you know, take out the fly? I don't know. Sorry, this doesn't really, this probably, like, the two female listeners out there probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, you know, just trying to take a fly out. And I guess maybe it stems from, uh, as, like, you know, us men, we feel like we can pretty much do anything with our dick. So I'm just like, I could fucking kill a fly with my piss. What's up, son? What you know about that? And I haven't yet. I don't think I have. Maybe once. I don't know. Maybe at a bar one time. I feel like I vaguely remember me doing that. But I can't be the only one who likes to like aim for shit and try and knock down. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a lunatic. Actually, almost certainly. But that's uh, besides the point. I don't know. We'll end it there, right? Nothing like a little fly piss stream killing bit thing there to end the old shenanigans. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. It was fun for me. And yeah, thanks. So alone lately I've been spending a lot of time on my phone lately Dreaming about my dream girl and how she won't date me Where I'm gonna take me No, 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 no I don't got time for the waste I've been getting to it, I've been on my job It's been getting hard just to find me a place With the homies feel like I don't know my squad It's for all my people who be feeling all alone, yeah Say what up to everyone but no one really know, yeah That's why I be alone, yeah Writing on my poems, yeah I don't do the small talk, I do the microphone, yeah, get it should be sicker than pneumonia when I get in my zone, yeah. I be on my own, yeah. I be feeling sad though, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't even mad though, I ain't gonna try no, no. That I be out tonight, can't find reason to leave, no. I want much, much more, but music, Lakers, all I need, so. it is bada bing bada boom 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 we did it folks the 42nd episode of the millennial man child podcast in the books i love it holy shit 10 more episodes until a year i was just looking at my goals the other day and i've done a great job honestly on hitting them you know the goals were doubling stage time one podcast a week read five books lose 15 pounds and stable income I'm four for five right now, so, you know, it's easy, like I said again, it's easy to get caught up in the bullshit, it's easy to lose track of the progress, and, and forget what you thought just six months ago was going to be good enough, and then you're like here today, and you're like, it's not good enough, and you have to remember, no it is, chill out man, chill out, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I just wanted to share that with you a little bit, you know, I'm hitting the goals, we're moving on, we're doing it, and I hope you're doing some similar stuff, right? I hope you're hitting your goals. I hope you're making some progress, inching your way towards the little things that you want. You know, it's just, and and, and again, you can't be afraid to take some risks at times and put yourself out there and put yourself in those uncomfortable positions because that's where the best stuff always gets done, you know? And that's one of those things where I've been trying to not view life through that lens of fear, more through the lens of love and and, and being just kind of more loving to myself and all that stuff. So if you, you can start to do that, you can start to improve. 
you just got to believe in the process, you know? You got to have faith that, yeah, you are who you are today, but you're going to be better six months from now. You're going to be better a year from now. You just have to have faith. That's how I feel about it, you know? And we're all still, a lot of us are still so young, fucking 28 years old. It's easy to feel like I need to have all my life put together because I'm 28. It's like, oh my God, I'm 28. I'm almost 30. Like, I should have everything that I want by the time I'm 30. Blah, blah, blah. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. So, again, managing these expectations and just giving myself a little more love. And I hope you can do the same, you know? I hope you're doing the same. But yeah, as always, folks, thank you so much for listening. It's, uh, it's, it's humbling, you know? The podcast has been doing pretty well lately. It's been fun to have guests on. It's been, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't want to have crazy expectations, but it's fun to see it grow. It's fun for me to, uh watch it because I, I don't even know who listens to this thing i really don't i have some friends that reach out to me pretty much every week and they tell me you know liked it didn't like it what was good what was bad and that's the kind of stuff that kind of helps me tweak it and make it a little better but other than that i have no idea who's listening to this it's all over it's really kind of wild to think that i have almost a couple hundred listeners every week so it's very humbling <laughs> it's it's very uh it's very cool you know because this is just some random shit I started doing a year ago and to see it grow from day one to what it is now is it's kind of beautiful in a way and I hope that you enjoy it I hope that this has been getting better for both of us right I hope you don't feel like I'm wasting your time every week or you know if, if you felt that way I'm sure you'd quit listening but yeah uh, I just again humbly wanted to say thank you so couldn't do it without you you all are the best much love folks um, but yeah the last two things here, uh, I wanted to mention one thing to check out. I've been watching this new show called Alone Together, and it's on Hulu. And it's by, it's a show by this comic named, it's these two main characters are Benji and Esther. And they're basically millennials who live together, but are just platonic friends, even though there's definitely like little, it feels like there's a little tension there, you know what I'm saying? But and they get in these hilarious, it's not like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but it's like millennial Curb Your Enthusiasm almost. These They get in these hilarious situations. It's just pretty funny. And I've watched about, you know, five or six episodes in the past week, which is a little much, I must admit. But it's been good. So I wanted to share that show with you. You know, it's it kind of talks about some of those millennial problems that we have and dilemmas that we in kind of face every day. And I just think they do a pretty good job and it's funny too. So if you're looking for something new, there you go. That's what I recommend this week. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I'll hit you with the music here and we'll get you out of here. One sec. All right. Sorry about that. The music is in today's episode in hell. I'll be good company by the dead South. Uh, Everything is Free, recorded at Spotify by Father John Misty, and Friends by Marlon Craft. So yeah, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, folks, Manchild. Oh, peace. Everything is free now That's what they say 
Everything I ever done Gotta give it away Cause someone hit the big score They figured it out That we're gonna do it anyway Even if it doesn't pay I can get a tip jar Gas up the car Try to make a little change Down at the bar Or I can get a straight job I've done it before I never minded working hard who I'm working for Cause everything is free now